Hey, jibbers and jabbers, it's J-Mac here. This is just for you audio listeners. Thank you very much for listening to us as long as you have. We much appreciate it and we hope you're still enjoying it. But we would love it if you would go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you love what you hear, you'll love what you see. Get over there now, click on subscribe to keep up to date. Thank you. I thought we were past that, man. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to a brilliant, brilliant episode we've got planned for you guys today. Today, we will be joined with, like you just saw there, Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves. What a year it's kind of been for everybody in lockdown, but what a year it's kind of been for them, even though, like, music's kind of been on the down low. J-Mac, you looking forward to speaking to the guys? Uh, Absolutely. This is, uh, again, it's a a wee kind of trip up a path that we've not been doing yet, so it's always something something to look forward to. All right. So I'll kind of paint a little bit of a backstory here. Um, so J-Mac and myself kind of, you know, we met j Mac and you guys know the, the story there. And when Gerard was coming over from LA to Scotland, he was like, you know, is there any bands over there that I can kind of meet? Because j Mac's been one of these guys that mentors a lot of younger up and coming talents. He's done it all the way through his career. So I was like, yep, there is. There's actually a thriving, uh, a thriving seen here in West Lothian, uh, some of which he already knew about. So I was like, here's some of the guys that are on their way, but I think could could do with meeting you because it would mm-hmm. be good for everybody involved. And I sent him a list of all the, the musical talent. And a lot of people out there on the West Lothian music scene don't actually know their name was on that list. But if you message me and ask me, I'll tell you. <laughs> but uh, straight away, did I not send you a text? And I says, he will 100% pick these guys. And it yeah. was Mark Schaff and the Bicycle Thieves. Yeah, um, and honestly, you can see why. I mean, listening to uh, the guy's music, um, Mark's voice in particular is is really kind of it's it's got that nice kind of raspiness to it. And I, I've always liked that kind of voice. Kind of Rod Stewart, a guy I mentioned before, was Ryan Bingham. I think he sounds mm-hmm. like a fair bit like him as well. But it's it's his own voice and it's mm-hmm. it's an authentic tone. And you can actually make it what he says. I'm sick of mumble singing. That's all you hear these days. <laughs> so it's nice to actually get somebody that can speak, not let alone sing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and when you take the rest of the band into account, they've got that very stadium slash radio ready kind of sound as well, where mm. each individual instrument you can appreciate, but together they just make this monster of a of an ensemble. But I'm um, so. I had sent this to, to G Tom Mac and he chose Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves to meet. We kind of got together in a studio in Glasgow and the rest they say is history. They recently just made it to number one in the iTunes rock chart with the release of Sink or Swim. So we're going to chat about that today and we're going to chat about all the stuff we've done that went into making the music video. Um, so we're going to actually, what we'll do is bring in Mark first. Um, but just before I do that, I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a clip here to kind of see what the band are like live, Mark especially. Now we're taking your last one and we'll snap a shoe, get into the shot, get on the clock, we'll find your spot, I 
ladies and gents, Mark Sharp. Hello. Ahoy, hi. How are we doing? I've never seen that Hi. for a long time, that bitch, man. Mate, that was <laughs> incredible. Amazing. When I actually, I sent a lot of your stuff to Paul McCall, the guy from The Lemmy Show. Mega ah. talented actor. And that was the one that he commented on. He was like, that band are amazing, but see that born slippy man. And he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, it's amazing. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I've not watched that in a while, but that's, I'm going to have to watch it again. That's <laughs> a long time I absolutely ago, love the, um, I love how you kind of, it's like with lots of different bands, you kind of get that, that feeling where you guys and the audience are one. And that, yeah. that kind of, just demonstrates that there on on video so we're going to go kind of back to the start before we move over to to sink or swim right so for people that are tuning in for the first time that might not be aware of you guys right obviously these are the guys that live under a rock <laughs> so the if i'm right and thinking you guys started because you were initially a solo artist and like many artists you probably jumped in and out of bands but the whole commitment thing was an issue so i'm going straight now so how did it kind of happen from you doing your own thing because i used to always in bathgate especially i'd always see on the pubs there would be the wee chalk boards outside and it would say mark sharp so i was always aware mm. of that and um, so how if you kind of kind of walk us through how you became from mark sharp to mark sharp and the bicycle thieves i feel like as you say i was just i was just playing pub gigs mate like just <laughs> playing a bit run a bit bathgate west Slovenia and stuff or actually playing covers and and then one of my own songs, but never ever felt I had the confidence to kind of play my own tunes. As I say, as you said, sorry, it's in bands and stuff before, but uh, I was kind of writing, and I've always, I've always wrote. Uh, that's that's something that I, that's just I feel like it's still in me. Uh, so I just I've always wrote tunes, and uh, I went to Australia, and I was like, I had a tune that was fools at the time. I went to Australia, and I thought. Mm. I think I'm just going to move to Australia, to be honest. Uh, um, my mates were all there and stuff like that. I was, I was going to go, but I'd put down with James Grant. When I came by, it was like, go to go to Australia, come back, I'll record this tune. But when I was earlier, I was like, I'm just going to stay here. Um, mm -hmm. But I thought, fuck it, I'll go back. We went back and uh, recorded Fools. And uh, it went doing so well, man. It was the, the response was so good. I was like, okay, let's try and, let's try and do something with this. Glasgow, um, it sold out in a day, so like, okay, <laughs> I only try to put a show on I, I felt like it couldn't have just have been me, so I was like, ah, I can't be able to play this, like these tunes. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just so we, we we played the gig, and it, as you say, we just it just turned, it turned into a band. After that, really, it was intentionally yeah. meant to be a solo act, but that's just turned into a band for there. It's insane, the kind of yeah. chance meeting. Were you going to say something there, John? No, I was just uh, just going to basically ask where that chance meeting happened and how. Um, uh, like the, the name, the Bicycle Thieves, was that theirs? Like, were they already a kind of unit themselves? Um, or was that all no, put we'll, together? We'll with think, the, we'll the band that's in it, it's, it's, a, it's a different band for that very first gig uh, apart from Connor he's, he's been there for day one but then it just right. kind of became like okay we need we need these people and Connor was like I know I know these people and everybody just came in it's became like new and just we kind of stuck with this this kind of set up for a while so we thought it, it needs to be like a band 
rather than just just like a solo act name. So uh, I think I was in a record store one day and I seen the D- there was a DVD it just jumped out at me. Uh, it was called The Bicycle Thieves, which is a film, an Italian film for uh, 1940 or something like that. Right. I've actually got it. I've got it. <laughs> Class. <laughs> I've got the DVD, but it's not it's not hand reach. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I just I just had a cool fucking ring yet, man. The bicycle thieves. So we marched out the bicycle thieves, and I people see me. I people see me like that name. Everybody always asks about it and stuff. I think there's already been bands called the Bicycle Thief or something. Mm. Who cares, mate? You know, um, <laughs> it's a, it's a good way to like when you're flying the flag for Scotland and you guys are touring the world. Um, to be like, you know, the bicycle thieves. Where, where do you find the name? Well, have you ever lived in Scotland? <laughs> like, who didn't have their bike stolen, right? <laughs> At one point or another. Exactly. <laughs> Went and got it back, like, but it was stolen to begin with. <laughs> I never, never happened to me. I never had a bike stolen because I was I was always sensible. I always wore a helmet. Too I always solid, had a chain. I <laughs> 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 always hear a joke about that when somebody asks us, oh, where the name come from? And I'm like, have you seen the folk in the band? <laughs> I like to th- I like to think of that like they, they all just happen to get arrested on the same night in the same town and just sitting chat chatting in the cell. What do you do? Uh, I play play drums. <laughs> so why don't we have a band? What are you in for? <laughs> Stealing bikes? Me too. <laughs> Be good. Uh, speaking of the band, so we're gonna we're gonna one. bring them in here <laughs> one by one. So we have Darren. Who is Big Tuna in Sink or Swim, ladies and gentlemen? Darren. Woo. <laughs> we also have Michael Davy Siemenstein. I wonder how you got that name. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hopefully, I'm going to get to clear my name later on. <laughs> <laughs> and we have. <laughs> There's Cammy looking a bit like Dave Grohl, and we have Connor, the mastermind behind the idea that is Sink or Swim. Um, mm. Before we kind of get to the music video. Um, this is kind of about a collective question. Um, you guys were on the tra- trajectory, right? I've I seen your tour literally sell out so quick before lockdown. You finished the tour and then lockdown kind of hits, right? And this is where music was overlooked. For you guys, what were the, the like, what did that stunt for you guys? Ooh. Like aside for getting paid and gigging live, like was did you have big plans on the go? And this kind of just put a backseat, yeah. Tour of Scotland planned. Right. We had, uh, I think, as a band, we were actually just starting to find our feet a wee yeah. bit. I think our like live shows had started getting like we dropped the game, like we click track. That had been really good. I uh, started being really <laughs> good. not the one good before, <laughs> but like, like <laughs> really no, good. Kind of up the up the standard a wee bit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of shaped up to go back to. Yeah, it was meant to be a year of singles as well. And that's. Uh-huh. Like the that's... immediate immediate effect as well that we had uh, the Mash House, which mm-hmm. is sold out in Edinburgh, and that's now been pushed to October. So, mm-hmm. so I'm saying I think it's near enough eighteen months that that's been postponed for. So wow. that was like the immediate, obviously, impact, and then not getting to practice together. But Darren was then able to put together the lockdown covers and stuff like that, which kept us ticking over. Yeah. yeah. They were great. I, 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 piece of work. <laughs> I, I loved the the one you've done of the Kinks track, uh, Waterloo Sunset, yeah. man. That's that's a bang engine. <laughs> I, was, man, I think my neighbour must have thought I was a fucking weirdo. 
sitting in the car outside to this, like, like, that track, so it's just going. <laughs> 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 Please, Mitty, until we started playing the kicks, but your neighbours think you were weird, though. <laughs> 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 it wasn't like the film song yet, it was just a fucking click track that was. Sorry, I'm here. Um, <laughs> ah, go for it. No, that's fine, man. Thank fuck. Just <laughs> <laughs> like this, because click back is really loud. Mm-hmm. He's fucking like clicking away, clicking mm-hmm. away. Um, <laughs> I mean, having this, uh, this kind of. Uh, video conference technology is obviously great as well. Everybody can kind of stay in touch that way. I mean, without that, I'd imagine it'd be a lot more difficult to even keep the creative juices flowing between you as well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, you guys. I'm following it with video calls. <laughs> last year I had a job interview and then you think, oh, you can only see you could waste, waste up. Uh-huh. I'm doing my wee shorts that way in my bed. So, middle interview, the uh, the woman was like, "Oh, can you go and get headphones so we can hear it a bit better?" I'm like, "I need to I'm a wee fucking checkered shorts." Spoiler, spoiler alert, we didn't get the job. <laughs> Guys, always oh. looking for an excuse to get his ass out, right? <laughs> That's actually what happened in that interview as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the job then, right? <laughs> God. You guys actually, um, you guys, upon looking at it myself and, and a few other kind of local bands, you guys, I think, didn't actually do that bad during lockdown. I think um, you've, you stayed on top of it and you kind of let that passion push you forward, which is, again, we filmed the Sink or Swim music video in lockdown, socially distanced for all the PC mob, <laughs> um, it was, as you can see there, it was, <laughs> it was super social. This could be like a two hour podcast, right? And <laughs> at least 15 minutes will just be that. <laughs> oh, by the way, that is uh, that's just that was just the short version. Like the clip goes on for longer. It's just I'm just teasing it. That's what you do. You you leave them wanting more, like you did with the job interview. I don't think they. I think they didn't hire you not because they didn't want you. It's because they knew they just they were not worthy of you. <laughs> they were like, no. <laughs> I like how it's the same color for waist to heel. <laughs> there's no tan anywhere. <laughs> Be careful what you say when it comes never to... Got to. You never got to ID for that year. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you guys did end up on the sea, though, um, which was, if I'm correct, it was actually Connor's idea, the the initial idea for sink or swim. Connor, do you maybe want to give us a a bit of a rundown as to what you were thinking or smoking when that came yeah, into your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this goes at, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I, can't, I can't really remember how it came about. I'm, I'm pretty sure I always had an idea floating about, and it was like canal boat, like pirates. Uh-huh. And I thought like, we'd just cut about in a canal boat, terrorising like, old people and picnics <laughs> and like, stealing dogs and stuff. But I don't know, that never really went down. And then I think Sharpie was thinking something to do with like in a sink. Because <laughs> of the name Sink or Swim, so uh, mm-hmm. we thought like get a wee boat in a sink and we'll be living in like we'll be like tiny little characters. And then I think uh, what was it? It was like a film. What's the guy called Ray Harryhausen? 
That's the guy. Stop motion guy. Yeah. So I sent like a video of that to Scott, and it was like I can't remember what the film's called, but it's basically just about a massive squid. It was like in the fifties, so the squid was like it looked like shit. But uh, obviously back then it was class. So <laughs> oh, of course, it looks shit now, but it'll still be class. I think if we get that. And it's basically yeah. Connor's idea on a budget, because uh, whatever he was trying to hinky was fucking far expensive for us to do. <laughs> but uh, his mind, though, I just love his mind. Uh, I mean, by the way, see for having no budget. I mean, I mean, what we put. I think we started at like eight in the morning and got home at like three the next again morning, right? But for no budget, that that was an absolute masterpiece, right? It's, it's something you could take from somebody's mind straight onto the screen, and it does. It has that kind of that old feel. When Scott initially said to me, he was like, "Mate, uh, I've got, I have this idea with Connor to do a music video. Here's what the plan is." It was like so. We're gonna have a squid attack them on a boat. I'm like, all right. I was like, so where are we getting the boat? <laughs> he goes, it's got, I've got a little model boat, and I'm like, a model boat. We're not, not gonna fit in that. <laughs> I was like, how's this gonna work? He's like, oh, so we're gonna shrink it, and then we kind of went through it. And as soon as he went down, I was like, this is gonna be amazing. I was like, cancel my plans on that day. Let's uh, let's go there, man. And it, he kind of just had this like concept and kind of showed me the storyboard. Um, and th- this who we're referring to is Scott Kempick. Scott Kempick, who is like, he's just to say that he's one of the most talented people that that I know would be no credit to him at all. The guy mm-hmm. works so hard on everything he does, um, and I'm actually going to put his uh, his website at the in the in the comments section for everybody who owns a business or just needs some graphics done. If you're a YouTuber, or a gamer, and you want to have something created you definitely need to hit up scott so there that is uh, but we will get to the the whole we'll, we'll get to the the credits of all the guys involved very soon uh, but we're going to kind of talk a bit about that that day so th- th- we got the idea there you guys had the idea for sink or swim uh we got the crew together and uh, it was all ready to go but before we talk about the the actual the filming and the music video you guys got sink or swim to number one in the itunes rock chart like I can like I know how I felt just waking up that morning and and seeing it. I was like, "Fuck it!" I felt like it was a victory even for me because I was just so happy for you guys. What did you guys feel like? Well, we never got to number one. The fans did. Oh, there we go. Oh, hey, there we go. Nice one. Nice one. Uh, <laughs> man, man. That's me because we never we never kind of pushed pushed for anything like that. Uh-huh. Just put the tune in and just see, see what happens with it and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, it was a big surprise to be like. I think um, like, the rest of the boys I think there was a hunger. There was definitely a hunger from your fans for like new music because lockdown had come down. You guys had done covers, but there was nothing new yet. And the stuff that you've done, like Tippy Toes, and you got Amorous and all that, that was sitting like your top played stuff on Spotify. That really was like you've set the bar for yourselves there, and to kind of top that, it's like well, people are anticipating hearing what you guys had to come next and because i'd heard it right and, and no one else had i was just like <laughs> just just wait because i didn't actually hear the track till we were there on that day hearing it through the speaker and i was like fucking this is brilliant yeah yeah absolutely so i thought it was class so so um did any of you kind of have a wee a wee moment to yourself like wow we've made it to the to the top of an itunes chart or it was really a, surreal i think yeah. just the whole experience because all day uh, obviously came out 
like early doors on the Friday, and mm-hmm. it just slowly kept like creeping up. So I think the first I'd seen was at maybe like number twenty, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of oh, it's like top ten now. It's for number two, mm. <laughs> uh, and then it's quite a weird wee chart like the iTunes Rock one because we were up yeah. there with like Fleetwood Mac and yeah, and that kind of stuff, which is cool. But uh, yeah. it was just so exactly. <laughs> right. But I actually, uh, like Royal Blood like, releasing their single, so actually yeah. kind of taking them off the top a wee bit was mental. Finally, finally not chasing cars <laughs> off the number one spot. Wow, see that? That's not, that's a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. Fine, just 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 in text finally not chasing cars off a number one spot I mean, how many bands can say that right and guys use it just at the very the very start of where you guys are going to go and and those are the kind of things that you're able to do at this point it's just it's quite surreal um i know you guys had a lot of uh a lot of people congratulating you um i know that robert carlisle big begby had played had tweeted out your 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 track uh g tom mack himself had posted out a wee we picture of you guys he's over in la like just completely bigging you guys up the guy has so much so much love for uh for you guys and, and the music that you guys have done so keep keep your eyes open for uh for what happens next with mark sharp and the bicycle thieves when the world starts to open up which it has started to open up um and you guys are obviously going to get back out playing when when lockdown mm. is over i mean it, What's what's your first planned gig at the minute, Mark? Um, I think we're playing Inverness, a festival. I don't know. I don't know if it's been announced yet, but um, and we're playing Inverness next month. So, a social distance festival. I'm just I'm just going to be back and play. To be honest, can't wait to yeah. uh, get back on the stage in front of people. Um, I, I I genuinely don't know how many people that's going to be there or. But who else is playing at the festival? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. Ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I mean, I the, see... the, social, the socially distanced festival thing, it's, it's two things that just shouldn't go together. So it's socially distanced nah. festival. I don't know. I, I can't I can't picture what it's going to be like. I'd heard something uh, a while ago about somewhere that was doing podiums, like everybody that booked tickets together had got their own mm-hmm. podium to stand on and you couldn't move yeah. off it and stuff. Is Weird. The but... and the Libertines? Mm-hmm. Aye. When was that? I mean, it's better than none, though. Do you know what I mean? It's better than none. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, it's quite weird because you can yourself what festivals are like just about fucking grabbing your mates and fucking enjoying the tunes. But mm-hmm. aye, it's better than none. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the only thing I'm going is that Howden Park buy thing yeah. in, front, mm-hmm. in front of a camera crew. So uh, to be in front of people to play, I'm, I'm buzzing for it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be something i think we're going to start seeing it and people are going to if you thought they were rowdy like we've seen there in that clip with born slippy if you thought the crowd were rowdy for the guys they go to see then wait till it's you know just that first gig when everybody's back together in one place and they're all just shouting here we fucking go eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's um, the most scottish thing to shout in public anyway <laughs> uh, but, but that's, that's i'll never get old i'll never get old i know yep I mean, places like uh, King Tut's, um, and I've I've been there uh, well, two or three times, but it is a very small place, so I can't imagine they'd be able to make much money if they try and open with social distance. So mm-hmm. good luck to places yeah. like that, because th- these small venues are brilliant for live music, and I think when you take away the capacity, it, it's just, I think it's putting them in an awkward position, but we'll see what, see yeah. what places like that can come up with. Mm-hmm. It's like you're yeah. saying, because some of you, uh, like the bands, like similar to our genre, like a kind of indie rock and that kind of stuff. 
like the, the crowd plays such a big part because <laughs> mm-hmm. like Mark's saying it's you love yeah. I love seeing people getting up on other folks shooters it's like well we're doing something right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, same with it can't obviously can't do that with social distancing yeah. but letting them mm-hmm. just blow steam in that uh, it's definitely going to come back with a vengeance like it's going to be chaos <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, I think the I think when lockdown's over you guys are going to be and I won't say the last but the last of this batch of like insanely talented musicians that head up the way um i think the the rest the kind of rest of the the scene still are they're on their way but they're they've still got the the rounds to make i think you guys like i say anytime i'm listening to you guys in the car or whatever you guys are so ready radio ready and you're just like if if i was someone that needed a band as a support act for a stadium show i would have no like no worries about putting you guys on because you're just there you know what i mean and i think like the foo fighters they're a band you could you could play in king tuts but they're also a band that you can hear and imagine in a stadium i think you guys have that which by the way you don't you can't say that about a lot of bands how many bands or artists can you say right they're stadium you know i mean spice girls are stadium right they actually are okay, um, yeah they are man mate i've done security for the spice girls right i went there like this I don't yeah, want to do security for the Spice Girls. <laughs> don't know what to do it, but fine, it's a job. Don't know what to do it. I went there, I was like, if you want to be my lover. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't expect this to be so class. I was like, this is That's what's special about live music, is that mm-hmm. it can, even if you're not expecting to enjoy it, you end up... Exactly. Exactly. It, it was amazing. It was amazing. So I, I think, I think the the next, I think I say maybe twenty twenty two is going to be the year of Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves. And I would say to anybody at home, uh, to make sure that you guys, the next, and and we know what the next track is that you guys release. Straight up, just buy that track on iTunes. Buy it on Apple Music because it costs like what seventy pence, seventy five pence thereabout, right? Which to us is something you could literally lose and go, did I even have it, right? If enough people do that, right, as opposed to just streaming the song, and I don't think a lot of people know that, right? If enough people do that, you guys chart. And if you guys chart, right, that opens so many more doors. All for what? For one individual person buying one track that costs less than a pound. Like, Can I get myself a boat? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it, it, it literally is such an easy thing to do. All right. So if you if you love the band, and you support the band, absolutely do it. Because you guys got to the got to iTunes rock chart number one. But I'm going to predict that the next track that comes out goes to number one in the iTunes main chart, and then so forth. It can only get better each time it goes on, and you guys keep getting better. So why wouldn't it, right? Hi, thanks, thanks for putting that pressure on us. <laughs> well, you've got it now, like. How do you, why do you think I'm doing a podcast? later on. And before we kind of talk about the the music video, so we do want to give a wee shout out to, to Scott Kempick. Here he is, so happy to see that um, <laughs> that you guys look at there as chasing cars number two. Get it right, ruin you. Yes. <laughs> exactly exactly look the only the track and see if you look at that as well right they've even reduced their track to 59p to try and get one up on you look look at that that's petty still lost <laughs> um, 
<laughs> um, so I, um, Scott Kempick, absolute mastermind, and the guy that pretty much, like, once we had finished filming, it should be on tonight. It should be on. Ah, uh, well, well, he said he's gonna let me know if he can jump on, and I've got nothing from him yet. But hey, he I might, he might just ring by. He, hey, he's got the link. He's, he's, uh, it's pretty much ready for him to just jump on if once he's done doing what he's nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's too, uh, too humble. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But so he yeah, he's the mastermind. Camera, I know he does. <laughs> he carried this uh, project pretty much after we turned the cameras off and made it pretty much as beautiful as it looks. Uh, his brother Ross Kempick, really talented. Is he a, is that a carpenter, a joiner? But he, he, he guy builds stuff. Carpenter. Well, we'll give him it. Carpenter. So he he basically painted the wall uh, green. He built the the set, the wooden set that you can see Connor jump over at the end with his arse hanging out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he basically he was also are we um. He brought us rolls on sausage, so he made sure we were well fed. He just kind of would pop <laughs> in for time. We bought that scant and cami. Apologies, I can't remember Scott's mum's name, but our soup was class. Oh, oh the soup, and cheesecake uh, as well. Was it not There was cake. Aye, aye. aye. Last um, management there. That was fucking class. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shout out to the Cambridge family, mate. Exactly, I've got <laughs> it written there. Aye. Aye. I'm getting, getting more and more gutted that I missed this day. <laughs> um, I so, mate, I wish you were there. Wish you were aye, there. aye, <laughs> aye. The next one. Um, so, the, aye, the Kempix. Uh, we'd be in the middle of filming something like that. It's <laughs> got. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Ross would pop in about that. He's needing a drink. <laughs> I think swearing's the least of our worries on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> I think that what, what we are now is demonetized as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and also, always, always say, Carpenter. We have a question here. The, the bum crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Scott. That is all on Scott. <laughs> um, so we have our, our actual our top fan here, uh, Heather Dow. She's at home nursing a broken leg. Um, yeah, <laughs> she'll be fine. Don't the story. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, so she's at home right now, yeah, same, and she said, <laughs> "Kevin's yeah. quite conveniently skipping Shocking. over this story." <laughs> can we, we'll, can we'll tell we, it. Can we just? Can you tell the story? No, tell oh, it. In fact, I, I okay, right. So, Heather, this one's for you, right? Uh, total taking over the show here heather but hey that's what happens when you're a top fan when you join our community dating so heather heather came over to my house because she's good friends with my wife and and myself she's she's a bro right uh, this is also this is also j max twin sister right and she came over to my house they were chatting away and can i say i was doing security for uh spice girls so i did security and they teach you how to do these holds and whatnot right so she was talking about a story right from the past and uh, she was like, this guy came at somebody with a knife and the cops took him down so quick to which I was like, yeah, yeah, you get taught that even in security, Heather, right? I was like, so um, you basically just do a couple of bits and bobs. And she was like, oh, you need to show me. I was like, oh, listen, don't want to hurt you, right? She's like, no, 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 please show me. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, 
no what if you get hurt i don't know if like i don't know you have to do it all quick in that and she was like no please just show me i was like fine right so she jumped off my couch and came up to me and she goes what would you do initially i put this pressure hold on her arm right which usually has the biggest of men scream right and kissing the floor and all i'm doing is a little hold right now <laughs> now okay now what happened here was uh this had no effect on her whatsoever which i was like no right and then she was like well what would you do at this point because there's no working i'm like bastard so all i done and i'm telling you slow as hell <laughs> slow as hell i put my arm around her put my leg behind her leg in the the typical trip up fashion right slow as hell like i was putting somebody drunk to bed now she was drunk but i wasn't putting her in bed right and all i done was kind of slowly take her to the ground and all i heard was <laughs> i was like uh what was that and she's like oh i think you've broke my leg i'm like oh come off it man and i'm like how nobody can break anybody's leg doing that she's like look right so you know your legs are like this and they should only really go like that well hers like goes like like this oh, now to the side she's like look it shouldn't it go to the side like that i'm like does yours not spin around clockwise mine spins around clockwise she's like no and i'm like i'm like nah i can't i couldn't have broke it she gets up to the couch man right and she's got her two legs and she's like look that's swollen i'm like it's not swollen like one was like this size and one was like this size oh, no. but i tried to kind of like calm her down by being like yeah, listen listen it's no swollen and you probably just staved it right she goes Karen, you can't stave a knee <laughs> so yeah so like eight of ten like what's the percentage that it's her fault for having dodgy knees and like no mind one no well, i had like a beer but i wasn't yeah. drunk or anything i was i was in here and the best it was she was like Please come out and help me with this. I'm like, no, I need to be in my cupboard. I've got stuff today. Oh, please. I was like, fine. Came through. I'm like, see, that's what happens when you take me in my cupboard. Folks' legs get broke. <laughs> like, so, between between Cam and Josh, you want to fight that. You, I don't know, you're going to get cancelled. <laughs> I mean, the way I look at it, we're going to get cancelled eventually anyway. So, <laughs> might, as well just, might as well just go out swinging, right? Well, no pun intended. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a nice wee segue. So, she actually had a, a question there. Look, she, that's what happens when you, when you, uh, when you join our community, you get the full-on oh, story. Oh, her knee! <laughs> That's exactly what her knee sounded like. I'm not even joking. So she says, uh, who inspired you all to do music? The music you do. Are there any iconic artists out there you look for inspiration? Sonic class. No idea what Sonic or class is. Oh, no, those are pictures. Right, so yeah. So maybe if I'll just ask you individually, I'll start with you, Mark. Who would, would you say are, are your biggest influences musically? Um, singing, singing wise, uh, Otis Raymond's my favourite, mm. and just the performance as well. I just love mm. him a bit, man, and um, it's just a shame they had such a short career. But um, aye, Beatles, Arctic Monkeys, Rolling Stones, Faces. It's a big mix. I mean, the list goes on. The list goes on. Aye, mm. definitely. Billy, by everything. Oh, nice. nice. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll go with Connor and then Cammy. Um, I'd probably say Bombay Bicycle Club are a massive influence for me. 
and uh, friendly, friendly fires. I was going to say, ah, I was actually going to say, you stole his. Is that specialized? It's actually because before this was on, I was testing the speakers and just happened to put friendly fires on. We were chatting about it. So it was actually he took me to my first gig when I was sixteen, and that was kind of you see that for the first time. Oh, I was also sixteen. You were also sixteen, yeah. <laughs> he made it sound like he was your dad there. <laughs> I think this is going to be in every future podcast we do. I don't even think it's going to stuck to this one. Um, and so I suppose, I mean, is that would you say that that was the exact same for you, Cami, as Connor, or do you have any other? Well, I didn't want to be a cliche and say the Beatles and Oasis and all that, but it's true because they're like gateway bands. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, listen to like. Oh, that's amazing! Like, and then from there you learn everything you know now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, another yeah. ending Spot. job. Music. He's also Sweet. a big Who guy. He forgot to mention. I forgot that. to say the Who actually. Yeah. The Who, yeah, yeah, the Who, the Who are unbelievable. And, uh, who doesn't like the Who? Jack Bruce, he's the band, yeah. the bass man. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. brilliant. Um, and yourself, Michael? Uh, I would say probably between New Order and Interpol. Uh, my first gig oh, was. Nice. You know, at the it was the Carlin Academy, so to Academy now when I was 13 mm-hmm. with my mum. Uh, but oh. Stephen Stephen Morris, uh, obviously like drumming before for Joy Division, but mm-hmm. he's uh, he's just like a human drum machine. It's like he doesn't yeah. really do anything fancy, but he's just technically mm-hmm. really good. I think I know a lot of drummers are into proper like kind of jazz drummers and stuff like that, and they are good. But yeah. I just think how impressive he is. He's just really cool. You know? Also, seems like <laughs> the nicest guy in the world. Aye, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. I think he's, his wife as well was yeah. in the band. Like the keys. What's the? I spell it. Me and Darren. What's that? The all like what's in my bag? Yeah, like the ah, yeah. one, and it was uh, Stephen Morris and uh, Jillian Morris, Aye. and they're just like the cutest wee couple. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> it's amazing. Just, uh, just lovely. But I think that like about all kind of like your and even uh, probably all like Manchester bands. Uh, mm. It's probably why there's as much in common with like Glasgow Manchester because they are just like yeah. so to the earth city. Working people. men, yeah, exactly. yeah, ah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Darren, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, that's you. Arcade <laughs> 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 uh, Ar- 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 Fire is definitely like my um, like main inspiration. I think. Uh, also, probably like Metronomy with I think like well, everything that Joe Mount does, like he's just an, a complete genius. And mm. then from our performance side of things, I think the guy like Oscar and uh, Metronomy is the Coolest slash like most like bizarre keys player. <laughs> got some pretty nifty actions and stuff. So yeah. I don't think I'd do a good job of emulating that, but uh, definitely um, I should probably try to be more like him because he's got he's got funny moves. So Brilliant. if anybody has been playing live, I am actually a huge fan of John Lord as a keys player. Did you ever take any inspiration from John Lord? can't say i know who that is oh no deep purple rainbow or you know like proper 70s metal well not metal it's not considered metal now but yeah no yes i can't see (laughs) (laughs) no you know what i have (laughs) (laughs) what i have observed of darren is he's probably the quietest most laid-back guy in the band not laid-back as in like chilled like he's he's very on it 
very much a guy that'd be happy kind of sitting in the wings, but without him in your band, you would notice a big difference. Right. Um, for oh, sure. Yeah, he's the Dave Grohl, eh? <laughs> Look, Cammy's like that. Ah, no, he's not. <laughs> I think it's broken. Keeps happening. <laughs> so we'll we'll kind of chat a bit now about. Like it never gets any, it never gets any easier. <laughs> I think this is going to put him in therapy. <laughs> Sorry, that's what one uh, one session on this podcast will do. Um, so yeah, we'll kind of chat a little bit about that day of the, the filming and kind of what what went down. So I kind of showed up that day with Seb. We kind of loaded everything into what was a uh, I'm right in saying Craig Kempick, which is Scott's dad. He had loaned yeah. his workspace to us. Uh, so shout out to Craig Kempick, and uh, it was all green screen. We just pretty much set everything up, uh, and then. At the side of his house, he has like a, a a semi house, right? A wee house that's at the side of the house that they kind of built. And uh, we went up, and that's you guys were kind of there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of went in there. You guys were already kind of waiting there at that point, and we kind of just went through. And this is when Scott really took on the director role and just kind of set the the pace for the day. We kind of went over a storyboard of what we we're kind of looking for, which is strange, by the way, because this like i think filming the next music video will be so much easier because in this we're, we're literally working with our imaginations like everything that we're kind of looking at is just green <laughs> so we're like right on there, at this point on there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. and and I, i'm going to play this clip again right now do not pay attention <laughs> don't pay attention to his arse but if you look right we have as it camlin Ka- other cami uh mclean yes Calvin and McLean. i'm sure it's one yeah, I'm one of you guys. I think it was Michael. Is that the Right, yeah. So they actually have green, green suits on, which were going to be the tentacles. Now this scene obviously got uh, removed from the music video. Can't think as to why. Um, and it's where the idea was that Cammy was running about and the squid would get him. <laughs> and it would go to pull him, but accidentally pull off his trousers. <laughs> and and do you remember, Mark? Right, I remember I was standing right next to you when it happened. And because because of like the velocity of those trousers coming down, we actually like passed us <laughs> like, like we were expecting them to be scanty, but not like that. It was just like. And obviously, that's not going to happen. As you're going to get to scan your pal, so. <laughs> 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 if you watch, if you watch, so we're saying it's a bit weird. You're going to, you're going to mm-hmm. fall into the move of the, yeah. of the octopus. So just like wave your hands. If you watch his hands, his hands are doing that, and he's still fucking built in his eyes. Let's uh, let's watch that again then. Poor boy, poor boy. <laughs> that was the proper director's cut there. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually see it. Uh, give me a pat in the arse just to... 
you get that point when we Aye. filmed it because uh, there's there's a part earlier in the video anyway that made it Connor getting slapped with the tentacle. Which no, I that was the most highlighted. There's a few takes of that, but I wasn't yeah. sure if that was a bit of revenge. Oh, no, I don't think Connor potentially needs to That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it would have been because then I fucking slammed you. Slammed it. Yeah. Yeah. Filter as well, if you. That scene actually made it into the video. Um, you see it. Uh, it's the, the slap and then the hat comes off. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, I love. Class, to be honest. I actually. Them pulling the trousers down the green suit. Would have been an octopus pony like scissors dude, which is fucking <laughs> funny. Think about it. And it was in it was in the first draft, but we were yes. like, oh we can't put that in. Which is a shame because <laughs> uh, it's still that. I would have uh, <laughs> what if that was just J-Mac there, he would say this, Kev, you'll need to take that out. I'd go, Yeah, you're right, J Mac. And then on release day he would be like, you didn't take it out, you bastard. <laughs> uh, I know I know you do that on the podcast, but <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> pretty, pretty much every single podcast. Like I, I'll actually hear myself uh, in the podcast saying, "Kev, you need to take that out." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> if I am listening to that, I think I think he's not <laughs> If anything, I just amplify it, <laughs> like the time you farted on the John Edwards podcast. Aye, right. that's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. The guy's Amazing. literally talking about his dead friend, which Jordan's like, "So yes, um, and th- this is kind of yes." So did you? Your friend actually died at that time, didn't he? Right? And at this point, the guy starts talking, yeah, my friend's died. And Jordan's like that looking at me right down the camera and then he goes, it does the be. <laughs> I know he is. And then he sits back down and both Jordan and I are like, and no. this guy's like, my friends are dead. I think Ke- Kevin, Kevin lost it right away. Like, as soon as I did it, you were just like, <laughs> but I, 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 I was just sitting like this. <laughs> it's so hard, man. Anytime you see me go like this, uh, uh, oh, actually, that, that, that was my favorite bit. What's that? What's that? I mind you were saying oh, you're uh, It's funny, it's funny, Tay, as well. Before it, you're like that, listen out for the fart. <laughs> and then you can clearly hear it. You can clearly hear it because you've amplified it a million <laughs> you, you can't, you can't <laughs> miss it. In the original recording, oh, it's literally. Oh, yeah. In the original recording, I swear to God, it's like this. It's like, but he's like, <laughs> <laughs> there was just no getting away from it. Yeah, but the funny, funniest part was when, when you were still trying to hold on your laugh, and you're like, I'm going to try and disguise it with a cough, and you coughed like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but sometimes it's just sometimes there's a time and a place. <laughs> oh, man. I'm crying again, man. That's brilliant. <laughs> so hi, so we um we show up that day uh, and we're 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 proper all buzzing about it, um and we start we just get to work. I mean, it was a, it was a very long day. It was a kind of day that if you were doing like a nine to five job, right? And we did that kind of shift. I'd be like, I'm a fucking doing that again. But I enjoyed every single minute we done it. And I had no complaints, you know. We, I kind of went home going, I'm fucked. I kind of feel my legs. Like, I think it was, it was an issue with my toe for like three days. Because I couldn't, when I put pressure on my toes, I kind of feel it. I think that's because I was wearing boots on. I stood all day with these boots on. And uh, and I just kind of... Because 
Yeah, uh, I kept saying these. Can we just film this these last few bits because there's no way getting everybody to Laura. Let's just because we'll all be oh, fucking half fish, but then we just film it then. And also, oh, we need man. we need to get a massive shout out to Seb for yes, for absolutely filming it yeah. and just everything yeah, he's done, man. Uh, incredible what he does, man. It's a shame yeah, can't get him on as well because on the road doing what he does, filming, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like, guy, the guys, craft. And I felt terrible, uh, but thank you so much again, all you for staring for full day and putting up no. more, putting up more passionately. No, mate, it was class. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we 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 all. You need to let the people know that, like, when the camera pans over our heads, and I was mm-hmm. through the wee, that was an artistic decision by Kevin. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually five foot five. So. It was kneeling <laughs> down. <laughs> Always use what your mama gave you, right? If uh, if you got a small fry in the band, right? Accentuate it. <laughs> Apologies for Cami. I think all the wee jokes in that were pretty much my fault. Sorry. <laughs> thing is, though, the good, the cool thing about Cami is um, he may be wee in stature, but the sound that comes out of him when he's playing guitar matches up for well more than it, right? Well, that good no, is it? Is it? You gonna take that, Cami? Uh, big sound for a wee guy. Big sound for a wee guy. Exactly. He's got a bigger roar, right? It was good. We we all um we all believe in, in you guys and where you guys are going. And I think you know, community when you look at what community is people should always want to help other people get to where they're going, regardless of where it is. If it's someone walking across the street then and and they, they can barely walk like Jordan's sister, <laughs> then as you... There has to be context to that. Like somebody might just be tuning in and assume that you've done something even worse to my sister. <laughs> than break her leg. <laughs> yeah. It's just Dave's. Don't worry about it. It's a shame. Okay, everybody else. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, sorry, we all we all done that with absolute love, and we will continue to do it until you guys no longer need us and are off on big movie <laughs> sets and whatnot, which which is inevitable. It's it's clearly it's something that would be insane to think that you guys would do the same thing for the next five years. The and as you as you look at yourself, you said yourself, Mark. You know, you wrote a song and you sold out in one night. And that was just yourself. You put the band together. Each step that you guys take is a bigger step towards where you want to be. So the proof is in the pudding. It's there. It's just a matter of when, where, and and how, really. And obviously, everyone's already aware of the success of the, the music industry, the people that have kind of come out of this area. Um, and I have always said, like, there's you guys are the next guys to watch, which, I mean, do you do you feel that yourself? Like, as any, do any of you sit there and go, nah, we're not? You must know. And it's not even being big-headed, but you must know, like, we are, yeah? Well, I was actually, when we were talking for that year, and we're like, it's mad. Because we, we were in a band before, like, just mm-hmm. talking about how, how the band started. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's like, our old band, The Ruse, shout out to any Ruse band. The Ruse. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Like, oh, like that's fucking millions watching. 
started playing this guy, Mark Sharp. Uh-huh. I've not got a band now. I'm going to just like pick a good word on from in there. <laughs> I was always a bit of a band slut as well because before that, uh-huh. I briefly played in a band with Lewis Faldi as well for two gigs. Oh, name dropping. See what happens <laughs> when you name <laughs> drop. Here we go. Hey, mate. mate. That was your fault. <laughs> that was your fault. <laughs> but I mean, I had another band on the go at that time as well. Yeah. I was just trying to get my get the get the brand out there. Get the portfolio. <laughs> He's playing this guy Sharpie. I'm like, oh fuck, man. Going. Well, you're in a band. We've always been in a band. Going like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Let me in. So like, I just laughed Sharpie for about a couple of months. I was like, oh no, man, we'll get you in. We'll get you in. Blah, blah, blah. Like, anyway, my point, is, my, point is, my point is for the original question. It was like, it's always going to be like that. It's like, oh, I'm in a band. Oh, King Tots, blah, blah, blah. So like every time it's still, it's like everything's been amazing, but it's like, you just want to get it to the next, mm-hmm. to the next thing. I feel like we, we always every, every, like everything we do it. is amazing, but we've absolutely mm-hmm. blagged this. Right. We know that, we know that, I'm not Mate. good at bass. He's, he's all right at guitar. He's, that's not true. He's amazing at bass. See, like, blagging it, mate. It's just, it's blagging yeah, it. Hey, yeah, hey, cutie. Hey, cutie. <laughs> no, yeah, no. They should, they should have their own little YouTube show, both of them. And that clip needs to be off. <laughs> I think the the beauty of you guys is individually you're all really really well rounded as artists, right? And when you put you guys together, it makes like a nice cake. One of you are the ice, and somebody's the sponge. You get me? Um, I think Kev's, Kev's metaphor on it up again. Sorry, it's it's my thing, right? But I think that, yeah, that's really because uh, <laughs> when I listen to you guys, I listen to to the music, but I also listen individually to the artists. Like I listen to the. Like I can hear the piano, I can hear the bass. You have all your own identities, but together, it's like uh, you remember the Power Rangers. It's morphing time, and they become the big mech, right? And I think that's, that's what exactly what you guys are. <laughs> Mate, you should do it. Should absolutely do it. I w- I actually supported this group called Hollywood Tees way back when, right? And they and you should steal this because I don't think they're any longer a band, right? But these guys, these guys would get on top of each other's shoulders. Right, so the drummer was obviously just drumming. The bassist got on top of the singer's shoulder, and the other guitarist got on top of the other guitarist, and they played superstition, right? And folk were just like, "This is like a fucking transformer." How's it, Camden? But it was really cool. Uh, I, I, no, no transformer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Camden. <laughs> just saying. That's your cheek. <laughs> right, and they put me in place. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's class. I think uh, the the response to Sink or Swim has been brilliant. Just even just when it was released itself, but the music video, I noticed like the the views kept climbing, still keep climbing. It's got like it's got a really good uh, up, thumbs up to thumbs down ratio. Who put a thumbs down on it? Because last I checked, there was one oh, thumbs down on it. Cammy, because there was a distinct one. Uh, mate, it's probably the same guy. This there was like a, we we did a we did another podcast like a couple of weeks ago, me and Dan right, and I, before the video even premiered, there was a thumbs down. Uh-huh. And I was like, I missed Dan. Like, who the fuck put thumbs down straight? Oh no! It's no there. It's no there anymore. So they must have no like they watched it and they were oh it's actually all right. I'll fucking take that away. Ah, uh, so it's true. Like, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just. But, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I kind of. Uh, so I've done. I'm watching because I know they are watching because I fucking. 
<laughs> all of you. Exactly, exactly. Maybe give me any hate. I'm, I'm actually quite sensitive, so I don't, don't want the hate. No, I'm quite sensitive. Don't, 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 don't play that clip again. Don't play the clip again. <laughs> I absolutely won't, I promise. And like, I only ever play. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding, man. Hey, ne- next time you can get one on me. <laughs> next, see next time at least someone go and just shave my ass. <laughs> Wait, no, it's hairy. <laughs> so it is. It's dark because it's so deep. It's just, tunnel shade, tunnel shade. I do realise if we ever want to get another band on here, we cannot use this video as a fucking incentive. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I, the, uh, I really, I think the the reception to the video has been great, and the next video that, that we kind of plan to do will be, I mean, we're only going to kind of up the game each time. I don't, I think it's kind of hard to top that and and respect to the creativity because a, a music video like that is really only a one of a kind. If you look back at all your music videos, none have kind of been along that vein. Um, but is there is there much that you guys can? Tell the audience at home about the next track. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying I'm getting tired. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely That's not. Can't. It's totally secret. It's totally secret. <laughs> nah, I think the thing we can say is an absolute buyer. Uh, I think that's all. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually too sure it's going to come out and stuff like that, but uh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an absolute tune. and it's an important tune, yes. So I'm looking for it. I, I was steaming on Friday, and then I was listening on the way home and text Sharpie how good it was. So that's. Even though I've heard it a million times, like. Uh, yeah, actually, I actually, when I seen it, when I seen the tweet, uh, it's absolute class. But then I looked later in the day what time it was. Six o'clock in the morning. Is that what time you were home? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ah, fuck it, gun yourself. Go on yourself. It's one of the nicest messages I've ever received. <laughs> so thank, thank you, Cammy. Why I thank you publicly? I text you back, obviously. I don't need to give you a day, but why I thank you publicly? Aye, give me a day. Oh, legend, my man. Cheers. <laughs> give me pour my heart out to him. How it, hail, hail. <laughs> guys, guys, get this right. Breaking. Breaking. You ready? You ready? What's happening, Newt? Not a lot, man. Who are you? Not a lot. Just having a wing. Where we were actually, we were picking you up a little bit. Uh, before you kind of got on, I don't know if you caught much of the show, but we've just kind of been talking about the, you know, the start of the band, where it's went, where it's going. Tish, mate. Honestly, I tell him to come. Yeah, he was, he was. <laughs> he kept playing the same. I'm now emotionally numb to that. <laughs> <laughs> numb bum. Um, hi Scott. So we were kind of chatting about a little bit about you before, and basically the the work that you do, and not only the, for the guys, but the 
just the community in general, there's been many bands that you've kind of helped along the way. Uh, businesses are often passed by a business that you designed the the, the sign for. Um, uh, you're a guy of many talents. And thank you very much. I didn't thank know if you, you wanted to. <laughs> well, well, if if you could describe yourself as as an artist, what how would you put yourself over? Um, don't know. Multi. Scouting <laughs> <laughs> a day actually. Um, I quite multi-talented. Like there's there's kind of two two different things that I, that I do. It's obviously working with bands, musicians, mm-hmm. which is obviously the passion that's what I'm passionate about. But also, as you say, like working with kind of local businesses and stuff, mm-hmm. which obviously is. Um, that's also pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, in a nutshell, just um, quite diverse, do like a lot of different things. Been lucky, like really fortunate to work with some of the amazing kind of talents I work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's not Sharpie. Um, there's been so like lucky guy, to be honest. <laughs> I think uh, I think it goes with it saying that everyone that's managed to kind of get a slot of your times is kind of been better off for it. You kind of, you elevate a project when you step on board and it makes everything just multimedia content, man. <laughs> yeah. A bit of everything, to be honest, like Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> I just love you, mate. Uh, I just absolutely love you. Oh, thanks, man. I love you too. <laughs> Cole McNeely says uh, it looks like the Scottish spin-off of the Brady Bunch right now. <laughs> Pretty accurate, man. <laughs> and then this one day, there was a the guy called Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> he was busy being <laughs> The youngest one breaks knees. We had that kick, though. That was. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of doubt was an architect, and that's like a well-paying job. But like, <laughs> fucking hell, man! <laughs> I know. See the Brady, like first Brady bunch movie. I know this is like mm-hmm. a film podcast. That was yeah, one yeah. of my favorite films when I was growing up. The Brady Bunch. You never seen it? Yeah, oh, yeah I've never seen it either. I, I know of it. It's it's quite kind of prominent in American pop culture more than anything else. But I've never actually it's seen like it. The, it's like the, well, it's not even a nuclear family because it's quite good because it's like two families that split up. And then they've all got loads of kids and they join together. Anyway, it's not about the Brady Bunch. It's about us. <laughs> the Scottish Brady Bunch. <laughs> you would think we you would think we go off on tangents quite easily. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh, that would be quite I a cool story? Story. <laughs> I didn't get enough of it uh, Brady Bunch lore to get them beat. Somebody, somebody brought it up. Yeah, so. I mean it was a question by <laughs> uh, we got another we got another comment here from the comment section. Uh, Gordon Graham says Skempic, thanks for helping Lothian Homes. <laughs> Skempic. Skempic. Got a, are we seeing there, Gordon? I'm lucky I've had so much support for other people, like all hey. these businesses, but like the support that I get for other people is second to none. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and there will be plenty oh, more yeah. amazing projects coming up that we've kind of got our hands on right now scott which are uh quite mind-blowing but we'll kind of those are those are future podcast episodes that we'll kind of go deeper <laughs> into those but uh i think uh i think timing couldn't be any better really for for when lockdown's over for the kind of stuff that we've got planned maybe Definitely. over in that, that music video was a great kind of start that was the first project mm-hmm. we worked together yeah absolutely it's a good uh it's a good starting point i think <laughs> yeah what I loved about it as well, Scott. How did you do the? Had... Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. How did you do the 
the octopus. Yeah. I was it was just it was kinda of like a flashback to my, my childhood where I, I didn't have, have any pals or that, so I just sat in like animated plasticine be like pressing it. I don't like, camera just press that stop. Plasticine. That stop. I, I they were my I just modelled pals basically at plasticine. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking, I just like uh, spend hours doing it. So obviously, this when I spoke to Connor about doing this video, and he was like, oh, "We're on this big claymation octopus." I was like, "Yes, man, this is this is my kind of project." And uh, it was actually amazing seeing how it all set up. Just no, it was just a green screen, a bit of plasticine, like a tentacle, and it just like move it back and forth, uh, kind of waving it. And uh, that was good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. man. There was it letting up we, we were in, in the pub on Friday and our pal Claire saw the octopus and see when his eyes is up like oh moving <laughs> yeah like fuck is octopus drunk <laughs> at one point uh, he's even uh, singing the course. song. My uh, my kids it. pointed that out. <laughs> uh, it's funny you see that my He was, he was. <laughs> he was just waiting for the right time. <laughs> I mean I I've um, always been uh, a big fan of the claymation stuff. Well, I'm the same. Like it's it's so cool. It's the same with Connor. He he showed me like this. Basically, what we had in the video was like a te- like a claymation tentacle. I can't remember what the, what the film was. I've never seen it, but um, uh, it's just it's so cool. Like you don't get that kind of aesthetic with CGI or anything. Yeah. I know we've done this on a really small scale, but it just mm. having it out of plasticine other than uh, like stop motion. As opposed to CGI, just made it so much better. Mm-hmm. I think Doing the best with what you've got, can I? Yeah. The best bit, yep. though, I think we'll all agree is seeing when like the boat's sinking and it's like tilting at the side. <laughs> you've angled the instruments to be at the angle with the boat. Ah, uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, that is one of the best. That is one of the best bits in it. And I, I never until Scott was like, that. do you notice? So I think it's like the so the boat's tipping in uh, down, in the keys. So we but part part of this, if somebody can notice it and notice it at the time, fair play to them. The dad's playing the keys, and as he's playing the keys, the boat's tilting. It's at the same angle, and then the tar fret is also uh, comes out in the next shot at the same angle as well. It's all it. It's uh, it's pretty class, and it's maybe it's maybe bits that make it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, although you didn't notice it, you, uh, I think it adds to the aesthetic. Like it's pretty. It's, neat. it's a good attention to detail. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that makes all the difference because oh. uh, Darren was saying, obviously, he showed it to like some of his pals, and I even thought the same. It's like it looks professional, and it's not like kind of tooting their own horn, <laughs> but it looks like a proper video, like you're saying. Yeah. So, uh, you need that mm-hmm. level of uh, attention to detail can actually make it look like it's not just been thrown together, especially if you're on a even though it kind of was to an extent. It's not about professionalism, I just want the people to know. <laughs> Listen. See the gob in Connor's mouth. That was real gob. That was real. That was. That was. Yeah, yeah. That was. That was. Nice. See it first hand. That was. In fact, it's impressive. Do you guys remember the the wee gag that had me laughing like it was a proper dad joke right at the start, and Cammy kept saying it. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Cammy? Go 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 and do it right now. Oh no! Well, he's seen the person. You need to react to it. Well, I'll pretend I'm laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was actually funny. <laughs> what is Pirate's favourite letter? No. 
What's a pirate's favorite letter? R. You'd think it'd be R, but it's a C, love. <laughs> 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 He doesn't want you my joke at all. He just went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I was laughing. I loved it. Every time I'm gutted, I thought that would have been, that should have made the music video, man. I loved it. You think it'd be hard, but to see he loves. We did an accent. No, that's Yeah, absolutely. We got uh, Craig Kempick. Uh, shout out to Craig Kempick, who, who basically Ooh. allowed this to happen. Uh, he's, yeah, he said the best bit was when the octopus joins in with a chorus. The fuck's that on Cammy's lip? Anyway. <laughs> 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 what look at my hand. Queen, that's what's embarrassing. <laughs> Mental. Mental. Um, 
So what kind of what do you guys kind of see next on the on the horizon? So you, obviously you're going to keep going with making more music and making more music videos and pushing forth. What what can you see as like the next kind of goal slash milestone? I think maybe oh. probably like more runs like down south and mm-hmm. probably getting into more festivals. I think that's maybe a shared goal that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say because yeah, uh, like we're saying, it's we're quite happy probably selling at places in West Lothian and uh, obviously like then St. Luke's now, which was unreal. Uh, mm-hmm. And as Cammy pointed earlier, like kind of things just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like, yeah. 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 I think yeah. definitely getting a good run of like festivals, maybe down south or abroad and all that kind of stuff. Well, when you look at it, what you guys done, you you just went down to England. You had a couple of dates there on tour. Now you're a, a band from Scotland, and you managed to kind of sell at these venues down there, which is like, well, wow, people down there bought tickets. It's hard to get people to buy stuff, right? <laughs> right. I, so yeah, exactly. Right? It's like once people from towns and cities that you have no affiliations with, like mm-hmm. you don't know anybody. <laughs> That's I what kind of. Starts getting a yeah. bit real later soon. Yeah, especially. And they come to the show wearing your merchandise and singing your songs. I think that should be enough affirmation for you guys to go, right, we're on to something, you know. This this is validation that we, we never wasted all our time, you know, countless amount of nights writing songs, getting together, jamming, the, the band rehearsals, just the blood, sweat and tears that go into being what you guys are. I think when you when you go to another town and there's a, an audience there for you guys, it's not like you were supporting anyone those guys were there to see you so i think that there for me if it was me i'd be like right hey j mac look <laughs> you know? it's the first thing i do when anything happens i'm like jordan check us out <laughs> i would say like the gigs we did doing in uh, england were quite strange as you say the biggest sort of gigs with I, I was part of at that point like supporting those capaldi obviously uh-huh. uh, like you're the support so you day we were also on first you day you're bitten and that's you done whereas there was a bit of pressure i thought like when we were in newcastle and Liverpool, it was like we're the main act here. Like, <laughs> before we're coming to see us, like, we kind of can mess this yeah. up pretty much. I think Newcastle was... Nah, especially when you're being your hometown. Of that tour. Because, like, obviously, like, loads of people faith. Like, oh, pal, some of our pals came down that, and it was... What, what an atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It was like an atmosphere. Yeah, Newcastle. Ah, that was great. Nice. Dictator came down as well, so it was a fucking classic. That was nice. Oh, mm-hmm. like, boys, it was Paris, so it was a good... That's amazing. Classic. Classic. You know, it's a nice tour. <laughs> when I am, um, I initially, I kind of watched you guys from afar. Like I do, with, I always keep my kind of finger on the pulse of what's happening in music because I love music, right? And uh, I kind of watched you guys from afar. And then when I started listening to your music through Spotify and whatnot, I thought these guys are really good. But you do get bands that, that are really good when you hear them recorded because they spend how many hours and they work with good producers but then you go see them live and they're shite right well when when i came into the studio in glasgow to to see you guys with with jeton mac like i was just like what and i remember texting j mac at the time going you're fucking you'll be gutted you that you're not here mate because this is shit hot like just hearing you guys live was like and there was just you guys me jeton mac seb right but hearing that just you have such a polished live like you would assume you guys rehearse like every day of the week and have done for the last how many years because they're just it's flawless like you get the same experience and more that as you do when you listen to the actual tracks you just the energy's there when you watch you guys live it's not like put it this way if you you know you walk into a bar sometimes 
and somebody's playing and they're singing Purple Rain in the background and nobody gives a fuck. So they start talking to their pal and bye, aye, aye. Aye, he's all right, eh? Aye. Like you guys, you don't have that. What you have is that whole raw, like when you guys play, folks stop doing what they're doing to watch what you guys are doing. And I think like that shit, you kind of just learn. I think that you either have that or you don't. And I think that's why there's there's something special about you guys. And and mark my words, we'll probably J Mackel and I will be sitting on this podcast in about a year or a year. I give it two years. It can't be any longer than two years from now. And you guys will be hitting the charts and uh, uh, like with everything that you release touring the world. And I'll be like, see. <laughs> and we'll get a cease and desist on this fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, by the way, that was my that was my main cease and music video. See, because my sister bought me this amazing Star Wars RPD guitar strap. Yeah, which my son actually was like at Star Wars when he was watching. Yeah. It. That's so like, my, my feet is, oh, is like, you know what's that? Like, I did, I cease and desist. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nah, I think I think you'll be safe, man. We've not had a cease and desist yet, and we've had like over half a million people watch this, and yet not had a cease and desist on some of their earlier stuff. You'll be, you'll so. be hearing from Cameron's lawyers very soon. <laughs> I know. Hearing <laughs> from my ass. <laughs> <laughs> think I think we've had enough of your ass, Cammy. Do you know? Thank. Not on yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you're funny, like the life is a big thing for us, and uh, and that's being in a band. That's what you want to do. You want to you want to perform live. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's good to write songs, get them done for it. But performing live for me, that's what it's all about. And uh, oh, wow. I think a lot of people have touched on when we perform live. It's uh, mm-hmm. they enjoy so long may that continue. Mm-hmm. I think it's like. The, the songs like stand up by themselves, but as you say, oh, you're yeah, a gentleman, Gordon. Thank you, mate. A different <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely agree. Gordon yeah. Graham at home says these guys are awesome live and great together. So you all deserve to be headlines. So please make sure Scott makes your videos. <laughs> Keep them in there. <laughs> Always. <laughs> sorry, Michael, you saying something there? Sorry. Oh, of course. Sorry. I uh, just uh, that for the songs have a life of their own like they, they stand up by themselves but like as you say live is just a different dynamic uh, mm-hmm. I as a large part obviously Darren because he's like set up the click track and that so mm-hmm. it's yeah, it, I get it but it sounds bigger so it's took us to the next level uh, <clears> and it, as you say it's just it was, it was always a, it was always a really nice conflict uh, compliment for G Tom Mac when we're playing mm-hmm. we played Amorous and it is meant to start like quite quiet when we finished he was like oh I love it it's so dynamic mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm volumes and I was like fuck man that's yeah. the whole point he actually and, and for everybody at home that doesn't know yet uh, Mark Sharp and the Vexical Thieves will be in the official G-Ton Mac documentary that will come out in the next couple of years that we're kind of working on um, the one thing that he did say I mean to quote him he said you know guys and I'm not going to I knew hit. you were going to do the voice I'm not going to do it kind of made them sound like that there he goes. <laughs> he basically yeah, said that. Initially, yeah. But he said, he did say, though, that he doesn't often get singer, like singer jealousy, where he sits and listens to someone and goes, I wish I could trade voices. Now, that's a, that's a Grammy Award winner that's telling you that, that he'd like to switch voices with you. I mean, that's high praise right there, right? This is, this is a guy that's yeah. ri- written, like, you look through that list, Eminem, Roger Daltrey, all these amazing mm-hmm. artists that he's worked with and written for and sang with, 
and and he's telling you that he would trade his voice with you. I mean, that... I, would trade, I would trade my arse with Cammy's. <laughs> <laughs> Cammy's like someone say my arse, but that that there's just magic. And, and you know what's funny? I can't. I mean, it is, and you know. When we had left you guys at the studio and we're on the car ride back, like he was, he was asking me to send your Spotify stuff, and he was mailing it off to his friends, you know, over in LA. And and I, I had kind of said to 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 Seb that day, I was like, I was like, I think this is he's, he's really going to enjoy this performance today. And when he did, and he, he kind of mentioned to you guys that he wants to kind of hook you up with people in the licensing industry over in America to kind of get your stuff on TV. Like I was like, that's just incredible because i could only put myself in your shoes and go imagine that eh? it's just again it's another step mm-hmm. forward to where you guys are going to be and that's the beauty of your music also uh, coming from a, a a fan here right when you listen to your music it, you can get you can get bands that will release an album and they've it's got one really amazing song on it and the rest's kind of filler where it's like oh it kind of sounds a wee bit like the last one you guys have such your music are like again they're just different different stepping stones on the bridge that takes you from one end to another right each you can tell it's you guys and that your sound is there but each time it's different and it just keeps you mm-hmm. it keeps you wanting more huh? and i think that that it's not something that that you come by easy and that's why there must be pardon the pun there is something in the water here in uh in west Lothian for you guys something in the fire water right. something in the fire water, in the fire water right yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know if you can say it, Kevin, but like a lot of people say it's like oh I've, I've, each release is always a little bit different it's like mm-hmm. fuck are we gonna run it genres and... <laughs> <laughs> and then what's gonna happen <laughs> absolutely not mate absolutely not yeah, like absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because, like you were asking us earlier, what are influences? Like they're all mm-hmm. all different. I would say we we do like yeah. similar stuff, but really, like our favourites are all quite different. Mm-hmm. So that puts like, a wee bit of different flavour into each song and stuff. Like that. It's quite cool yeah. and all on the same Definitely. track. Definitely. Yeah. all the genres together, we also just jump the different genres as well. But that's good though, because it makes your your music so versatile and and really easy to um to, to, to license like i've listened to every single track of yours and gone i could see this in a movie i could see this in a tv show i could see this opening a you know opening something you know there's a there's a use for all of it but then again when you put that on a stadium kind of setting all of your music allows the audience to get involved and sing it back to you which is just that kind of big anthem feel so when you want to take someone up here like the next track you've got coming out you take them right the fuck up here, uh, but when you want to bring them down a bit, you got you guys have the tools to do it. And I think I could I could put you over forever. I just think everybody should go back, go and check out your Spotify uh, and buy your tracks from iTunes and and support the band in every way that you can because one way or another, you're going to get to where you're going to be. It's just a, a matter of when, isn't it? Finger crossed. Like <laughs> that's not the attitude <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> quite <a bit> humble. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's coming otherwise it's coming quite an expensive hobby that's not all saying oh hey this is the this is the grind the blood sweat and tears that kind of push you from a b scott when did you kind of become aware of the band did you did you get you know do you um, like the band because you knew mark 
it was before it was a band actually. It was just it was just Sharpie. Um, mm-hmm. I used to do some of the really early videos like for the, the Snuts when it was just like you know very basic and um, fireworks in the drum kit. I, 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 I Proper. And uh, Sharpie had asked oh, me to do a amazing video, by the way. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was I just about killed myself doing that one. <laughs> um, uh, Sharpie asked me to do a video for him for Fools, and it was the first time I actually met him. I was mm-hmm. watching it the other day, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, first time I actually met Sharpie, man. Became really good friends since then, but um, I, I've, I've been lucky enough to kind of see them evolve from obviously just like solo to becoming a band and just evolving like step by step. And they have always uh, up their game, especially live. Like when you see their well, recorded and live, mm-hmm. um, it's quite good being able to see, like from being on the outside, although I've been involved, but being on the outside, looking in and seeing a band like evolve over time, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. And I think every tune just gets like better and better, and, like bigger and bigger, especially so uh, tunes like Amorous and stuff where you can just see mm-hmm. it on a big stage, especially when we have been lucky enough uh, to be playing on a big stage like supporting mm-hmm. Lewis and stuff, seeing it just deserves to be in that kind of like almost stadium atmosphere. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, people are calling. I know. Oh, that's actually what that see in the Phil's music video. Who's playing the drums? Because they fucking like. Uh, it's Joko. It's Joko. Jordan. Is it? Uh, <laughs> it was that was a, I, I loved that. I actually watching it the other day. I actually loved that video as well. It's yeah. cool. Um, it's because I thought, because obviously he recorded with uh, James Grant. I was like, oh fuck, there's no way James came uh, from Glasgow to like just. No, no. Like, that's like, it's doing it, doing it, but he's on, right? But, nice. like, Joe, you want to come play drums in it? And he's like, fucking right. And he's like, you want to put a parker on or something? Just just like kind of hide your face <laughs> and <laughs> kind of make it like a massive dirty thing. He's like, fuck, face. I was like, you've got a beard and everything, mate. I can't. Ah, fuck it, that's true, isn't it? There you go. Mm. Mix Joko, so, Joko, Joko was the first drummer of the Bicycle Thieves. There you go. Look mm. up there. Aye, no, no, I guess. Wait, just like before, before I even brought it fools, me and Joko used to do gigs and that together, and he'd just play the drums, I'd just play acoustic guitar, I'm sure, and stuff like that. So, oh, aye, so usually me and, Jack, me, me and me Jack would do it, but Jack couldn't make it. Joko, but I'll fucking come up and play the drums or whatever, or I'd play with me and Jack and. Aye, so and, and also that. with the band I had before, Joe that comes on the for all the fans out there. That's in crosses. That's in crosses. I'm all right. Crosses, yeah. Like he played drums as well. Yeah. Or was Jack Cochran? Jack Cochran was meant to be the original keyboard player. Was he not? Or considered? No, no, Jack. No, no, no. Keyboard player. No, no, Jack was in the snuts still in it. Yes, but where we know it was still in the snuts at that point, but. Yeah, my fidget keeps being in the, the shell the whole time. I'm not even that old. Maybe. I don't I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember that far back. If I probably probably said you need to play uh, uh, keys, but I can't remember. You might be right. Yeah. It's kind of mind see... that far back, mate. I mean, for me, it'd be kind of hard to see you guys without this kind of lineup. I've kind of got used to all your identity. Um, I take it you're all in it for the long haul, Gammy. 
until I get my boat. His ass is in Solano. Absolutely. You see, like, a band, it's obviously tough to get it going, but, like, when you take it, like, as I, as I say, you take it up at a level, and then another level, you're like, fuck, man. Not like you would ever, like, back out it, be like, fuck, man, I can't back out now, because if I back out now, then it'll only get bigger. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, you just don't want them to get successful without you. <laughs> you, don't want the, you don't want the what if. <laughs> that sounds exactly like what he's trying to say. Because <laughs> 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 it quite, it's quite fortunate, like, like how the band formed. It's like, because, like, me, like, the, I played my first gig with Darren in mm-hmm. school, and that was the first time I ever played with a crowd. And it's just, it's just like, I've got my pal Connor, got Sharpie, I've got my man, <laughs> Davey Seaman Stain. Big Seaman Stain. I'll take this opportunity to explain that then. I want to hear the explanation. Mm-hmm. It's literally, it's not a, uh, what's the word, sinister. Or <laughs> it's literally, I was a goalkeeper. Seaman, right? Uh, okay. Seaman. Was it Lobin Seaman for 40 yards, Ronaldinho? Aye, David Seaman. Aye, that's it. Oh, so. 2002 World Cup. Aye, that's it. best goals ever. He's off his line. Uh, David, David Se- he's kind of who David Seaman is, so. Yeah, even, he, I, he was, know, uh, even uh, I know who David Seaman is, and I don't know. David Seaman, <laughs> David Seaman, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just right? Yeah. I do. The goalkeeper. Is it the goalkeeper? Aye. Goalkeeper, big tash. He's definitely a football person. That's it, it's not. He's in the Pringle. He's in the Pringle box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember he actually. He. I remember he didn't save a goal, and it was all over the news. I think it, did he did he not fuck up a game for one of them, and uh, the news were all over it, and it, they, they kind of just played a you know stop crying your heart out by Oasis, and he was just kind of walking off the pitch like that. It was, it was a goal. It was that Ronaldinho? Ronaldinho goal. Aye, Aye. right, and that's and did, did they not all blame Seaman for that? Aye. Because well, it's nah, like uh, England, England keepers are notorious <laughs> for it. Like they make uh, massive wonders, which is class. It's no PG. It's good to see. It's good to see. We cartoon pictures of all the the big moments there. Like there's like footage. I would have been like five. So like five. Mm-hmm. He had like drawn a class drawing of uh, Ronaldinho, Lob, and David Seaman. <laughs> I should have it framed behind me. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Yeah. We have a... <laughs> we have Blizz from Twitch. Uh, someone keeps taking my bicycle. As you guys? Did anybody steal? Uh, well, I can answer this for you, Blizz. Uh, it was Cammy. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and that's what you get for uh, stealing her. What time is Line of Duty on? Half eight? Nine. 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 Oh, no, look nine at this. I've never seen it. I, I've never seen Line of Duty. Do you, but do I know you know what I'm saying? Kevin, but the reason we came on at half six is because of Line of Duty. I've got to <laughs> he told um, me that your just, manager just said you had something else. Of... <laughs> see, see as stupid as it's going to be. nation will be watching it. I'm watching it. <laughs> I'm, yep. No, your man's asking, oh, someone keeps taking my bicycle. Is it you guys? 
See, just bicycle related. Me and him went on a cycle a couple of weeks ago. So like, I literally cycling right next to each other. I was like, mate, nobody can see us. Like, like we're a fucking stereo. Who can lift it? Yeah, I think when, when you guys play the, the O2, there needs to be some sort of like set build where it's just like a ton of bikes that have been dragged out of the you know the barn because for some reason that's the done thing, isn't it? If you steal a bike, you can't keep it or sell it or anything, it needs to go in the barn, right? Uh, the right. Uh, that was that's kind of hanging to your head, right? West Lothian, every burn you go by, there's a bike in it, eh? That's like, <laughs> oh, that's trolley. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> a, aye, a trolley. it's like, it's like, like in America, it's always the shoes here, the, the electric thing, like, bike thing. Yeah, you know, it's always a bike or a fucking trolley, I'm on there. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, 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 Quick save. <laughs> quick save trolley, man. Quick save basket. They're always in there. Quick save, I. Kevin, Kevin, you were talking about earlier, like, have oh, you ever stole a bike? I was like, no, but I've stolen some dusties in my day. You know what I mean? I was thinking that earlier. That's uh, classic. That's our point, you can't. What was uh, <laughs> the, the, the nicest dusties you've stolen? I remember I got a smiley face ones. <laughs> Uh, and the round ones, and we smiley face. Yeah. Yeah. I had a wee pair of eight balls. <laughs> steal them, get, <laughs> steal them, <laughs> put them on your bike. Oh, I'm, nice. I've, nice. I've just worked out what Dusty's are. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember, he's uh, from the generation above us. Come on, surely you've stolen Dusty's. Surely you've stolen Dusty's. When, when J-Mac had a bike, there was no such thing as Dusty's. <laughs> nah, mine, mine was one of the ones with a massive front wheel. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I and only two wheels in the handlebars. <laughs> only two wheels, Kevin. <laughs> I, but, like no handlebars, no handlebars. So yeah, it's a, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on. Um, Kevin, Cammy's yep. mother's watching this. You keep showing his ass. Who <laughs> Cammy's mother keeps watching this? <laughs> so, sorry, Cammy's mum. <laughs> She used to fucking wipe it so fucking. There you go. <laughs> Hi, up you, Cammy's mum. <laughs> Just watch your uh, She used to. She used to wipe it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why earlier he was like, Nifty shaved my arse. <laughs> right, this, this, is com- this is completely deteriorated for a podcast to a Call of Duty session, right? We need to stop it. <laughs> aye, absolutely. Um, aye, like I was saying, it's, uh, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on, and I think we should do it again, but do it about movies or something uh, something quite related. Mate, uh, see when you do an episode with mm-hmm. Brady Bond. Uh-huh. Oh, mate. I'm 100% there. And Power Ranger. <laughs> oh, he's there. Mate, he's, he's, only, he's only watched it, so we need to, yeah, we need to get on it. Aye, I'll need to actually watch the Brady Bunch. Scott's back. Oh, yeah. um, I, we... <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I haven't, I haven't. So we, what I will do is uh, we'll play the the music video in full to to end the show. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's any more comments from the 
comment section. I think you've gained a new fan in Blizz XXX. Um, nice man. I think she came here. Yeah, I think she came here because she heard the cameo. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you got yourself a new subscriber there. Um, I will say, everybody at home, uh, to make sure you go ahead and follow Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves on YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe button. And the more you guys that do that, the, the band themselves will be able to reap the benefits of that. So, I'm getting uh, uh, right. Do you want to get Cami a boat? Don't deny someone who's had his ass out all night a boat. Right, the guys put a shift in, so so get him his boat. Um, and you can also see air on that next pair half. Exactly, exactly. That has to be the that has to be the name of the boat. On a boat. The you can you can find all you guys' music videos and music in the archives on the YouTube channel. That's Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves. Also, Scott Kempick the the Facebook page is Scott Kempick. You can find that in the comments section that we've posted. If you guys need any amazing work done, like I said, Scott, you can do anything from avatar, drawn avatars for social media influencers, basically anything that you're like here. I don't know how to do that. Scott knows how to do it. And if he doesn't, he'll learn how to do it better than most people that's been doing do it for a long time. Exactly. <laughs> we'll fun. do anything for you. Eh? Absolutely. Um, so make sure you guys go ahead and follow Scott Kempick as well. Um, Legend. Does what? What does Ross, Ross have his own business? Um, well, I's a, a joiner uh, with like my dad. It's just Kempick mm-hmm. joinery. If you're looking mm-hmm. for any high end joinery, yeah, not only that, he's a bit of carpentry. And he's an innovator as well. Joseph, I I worked a couple of shifts with him once, and it was your brother that was here, Scott, and I can vouch for the quality of the joinery. Yep. Uh, the the proper finishing joiners. Amazing joints. To the to the highest you can imagine. The likes I've never seen before. Maybe try to show some of them, but my mother was trying to come in because you see what happened with his document, he went, fuck. Get the one. What an outrage. She's going to message me after this saying, give me a lot of jip. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, hey, we, it's been it's an absolute been pleasure. Wild. It has been absolutely wild. We should do it again, but we should do it after reviewing a movie or watching yeah. a movie or something. I think it'd be an absolute should, class. Yeah, do it when we yeah, can yeah. all be in the same fucking room. I'm so hey, hey. doing these it's, things. <laughs> as soon as it's uh, over, as soon as Love that. Yeah, love that. Over. We'll get together and do uh, an extra. Hey, we could even film 24 hours in the same house. The real Scottish Brady Bunch, right? How many times will, ca- <laughs> I'd love How many times will Cammy get his arse? <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again for everybody that's tuned in and left comments. Uh, <laughs> Cammy's ass. <laughs> yeah. One more. There you go. <laughs> One more now. <laughs> so thanks thanks to Cammy's ass thanks to Mark, Michael, Darren Cammy, and Connor, you thought I forgot your name but I didn't oh. <laughs> and, and, and Scott as well uh, J-Mac as always and, uh, he's like in my screen you forget, I always forget it hey? oh no no no. Oh, okay. it was just uh, building a effect see he gets it, he gets it this is why his ass hasn't been on screen
and your bum holes can show in all the way. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm going to leave everyone with this, the official oh. Sink or Swim music video that dropped on Friday. And hey, guys... Legend made it happen. Uh, Absolutely. Cheers. Absolutely. Guys, give these guys your support. Follow them. Subscribe. Do everything you can. Buy the t-shirts. Buy tickets. Go and see them. Support them. And we will see you guys. I want to vote. Next Oh, 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 oh,